0: That's Hannah Cameron. The Melbourne-based musician is about to release her third album, Holding Pattern. Many of us were indeed in a holding pattern of sorts during the COVID lockdown. So, we start out by asking Hannah how it all worked out for her.
1: As I'm telling you, you my feelings. I really had a good time.
0: Good on you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know that many people did not have a good time and I, you know, I feel kind of guilty that I had such a good time, but I just I feel like I got to write and and practice during that period because Melbourne was so locked down. um, We, yeah, there was really, I I was lucky because I was still, I had a job, I was teaching online, but in the the time that I wasn't teaching, I was really just writing and and practicing a lot of guitar. And um, yeah, that's basically the whole album came out of that period and just about another album's worth as well. And Uh. Yeah, so I, I just I really miss like having that time to just ex- explore and, and practice. Um, I haven't haven't had that um, this last year or so. I've I have missed that. Um, cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So tell me about your guitar playing and your practicing. Is I assume practicing at home is different than doing a lot of gigs and playing that way. Yeah. So. so uh,
1: yeah. I,
0: you elaborate think, there.
1: I think during that. Yeah. I think during that time I was, I was learning a lot of different songs. Yeah. I would sort of, that was my way. I think of, of drowning out the existential dread of, of that <laughs> time it was just like, I would pick, I would pick a song. I sort of started writing a list of like every time that I heard a song that I wanted to learn, I would add it to the list and, and I would wake up that morning and sort of look at the list and be like, okay, I guess today's going to be that song. Right. Um, And I, and I did other sort of practice as well, slightly more, you know, like technical scales and stuff. But I think for me, I learn the most from, yeah, from learning songs
0: and getting
1: inside other people's playing in that way.
0: Cool, cool. Yeah. So you said backsliding was around the first song that you did, but the first song on the album is called Take the Blame. Why is that uh, leading things off? Tell me how that uh, got to be where it is.
1: Just seat, driving my own life. Um, I don't know. I find track orders are, are a tricky, tricky thing. But it sort of felt like I don't know. It, it it felt like for whatever reason. I and I asked a few other people for their thoughts on track order, and, and all of us landed, I think, on on backsliding. I mean, on take yeah. blame being, being the first. The first to start. It. I think it sort of uh, maybe feels appropriate in that it's a song about being really um, sort of feeling paralyzed by indecision and and not wanting to make not wanting to make uh, tough decisions, which is sort of a central theme of the album. Um, and that song feels like maybe the song that sort of speaks to that uh, the, gotcha. the most. clearly.
0: Yeah, and what is what is the instrumentation there? Are There's some kind of uh, interesting horn sounding thing. Yeah. I don't want to say what I think it is because I'll be wrong. You tell me instead. Well, you might be
1: right. You might be right. Uh, it's um, it's sax is what you're hearing. It is a sax. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, it's, yeah. just a, it's a ten sax. Um, the the outro we just got. His name's Julian Banks, the sax player, and we right. got him to to play lots of kind of wild improvised, um, just, yeah, sounds over the end. And we sort of gave him the direction of just being as abrasive as possible. <laughs> right. Um, which is not his usual thing at all. He's got beautiful tone and right, was right, right. Like bad, that you know, we were feeling a bit guilty of making him, um, make these awful noises, but it was just like, exactly what he did was so perfect. We felt like, and in the middle of one of the verses, you might've noticed there's sort of like a, a bit of a weird. Noise yep. And that's, that's something that he played that we, we kind of, we grabbed from, from the outro and we were trying to find, we're trying to create, yeah, a bit of a moment in that, right. in that section. And that, that sort of was a happy accident.
0: Cool. Those are the best kind. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And when you say we, I assume you're talking about you and your producer, Matt. Yes. So, yes. so tell me about him and how you, the two of you work together to make this stuff.
1: Yeah, well it's it's the first time that we'd worked together. He's worked with a few friends um and and that was sort of how we connected. Um he was recommended to me by yeah, a few people that I work with and uh yeah, his process I really love because it's really focused on capturing the like live take of the band and that being the kind of cornerstone for the rest of the production. Um so a lot of the Decision making in the work happens in pre production when we're rehearsing as a band. Um, and then we, we tracked all of the band beds live at Woodstock Studios in Melbourne. Um, and then the the rest, there's you know, like there's overdubs like the sax and there's strings on a few of them, but for the most part, yeah, the, the sort of core, the essence of the songs is is that like live band dynamic, I think.
0: Gotcha. So, do you think there's anything that kind of ties the ten songs of the album together for you, for you in your own mind, other than the fact yeah, you're all mean, on think, that it's album?
1: <laughs> yeah, little was that. I think that the um, baritone guitar is probably the, like the common thread, right? Um, which is what I wrote um, all of them on. Uh, yeah, so there's. I think that the the baritone and the band is probably right. the common thread, and the way that that was the way that we that we worked on the songs um, as a band.
0: Yeah. And the band is what, Lee Fisher on drums, Luke Hodgson yeah. on bass, and Matt Dixon on pedal steel?
1: Yeah, well, Matt uh, Yeah, Matt Dixon sort of was one of the session players who came in and did uh, the overdubs later on, but the core band is Lee and Luke. Um, uh-huh. So bass and drums, it's just trio.
0: Right, yeah. and when you're in the studio with those two guys, what, who's, mm-hmm. I, see, it's your album and your song, so obviously you're kind of the the guy but (laughs) but is there much discussion about who's gonna do what and how the songs the sound ends up turning out and then of course you got matt in the mix as well
1: Mm, yeah so i think most of that happens in pre-production um matt Redlick, the producer you know will sort of throw ideas at us and particularly um my my parts are pretty carved out already um and set in stone and so he sort of gives direction to Lee and Luke but they're also um you know really incredible it feels like sometimes they're like total mind readers and we'll just start playing the song there are a few songs where you know we probably started playing the song and, and what we played was basically what it ended up being because they have really yep. great stinks, I think yeah uh,
0: I've seen that in action and I, I'm not a musician myself in fact mm-hmm. uh, a friend of mine was up here last night with her, her guitar player and they were just kind of jamming, and the yeah. the musical communication, unspoken, was, uh, you know, yeah. just like, how did they do that? So it must be very yeah. really satisfying to have that happen and find people that you can work with like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's incre- It's a pretty incredible feeling. I feel, yeah, I feel really lucky.
0: Uh-huh. And are you? Do you still? Are you doing things with the paper kites as well?
1: Yeah. So um, I'm just about well, in a month or so, I'm going on tour with them. Yeah tour of their Roadhouse album that's just come yep. out. Yep, I just um, spoke to so
0: um, what's his name from the band. Uh, oh, Sam. Yes, that's <laughs> Sam. Yep.
1: Yeah. Oh, did you? Oh, cool. Yep. Um, yeah. So I'm doing that US tour with them, uh, which is going to be uh, in October, November, and then we're doing another one in Feb, March next year. Right. Um, so yeah, that's going to be that's going to be really fun. Get getting the gang back together.
0: Yeah. And did yeah. you play on the record as well, or you just? Yep. Yep.
1: Yeah. So I'm on. I was on keys and, and cushion and backing vocals yes. and that. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: what, so what happens when you go on tour? Do you take these guys, uh, Lee and Luke with you or, or what's?
1: On my tour I do, like with the Paper Kite stuff. I'm, yep. I'm
0: yeah, you're just a... part of their band. Right.
1: Um, when I'm touring, yeah, I mean, ideally it, it sort of depends on the, the room and the budget, but the dream is taking Lee and Luke with me. Sometimes I'll do solo if it's like a smaller show. Right. Um, we just did big sound together as a trio, which was really fun.
0: What happened there? Um, Was it good?
1: uh, Yeah, have you heard of Big Sound before?
0: I just heard of it, that's all I know.
1: Yeah, so Big Sound is sort of like Australia's South by Southwest. Gotcha. So it's
0: a conference
1: and a festival. um, And you sort of, yeah, so we did a few showcases and it's good, it's like a very chaotic,
0: you know, week of yes.
1: music and, and talking to
0: people. Yeah. yeah. I've been to South by Southwest and last year I went yeah. to Americana Fest in Nashville and that was exciting. Oh
1: Yeah. I've been, I've been to that.
0: Have you? That's fun. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you consider yourself an Americana artist?
1: No, I went more as a punter. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Americana is a loose definition. It these is pretty days.
0: loose these days. Like,
1: sometimes I'm like, maybe I am. Yep. Maybe I'm yep. more Americana than I am folk.
0: I think last yeah. year, the first band that I saw when I went there last year was some English po- kind of indie rock band, So yeah. I was like, yeah, hey, that's fine with me. <laughs> Whatever, yeah, they wore yeah. cowboy hats and they were all on, on their way. That's all you Maybe ready? I just
1: need a cowboy hat. I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very good. All right. and so is there any track that you want to particularly talk about on, out of the 10 that we haven't spoken on? Is, is, do you have a favorite mm-hmm. or one that you think de- demands attention? Oh,
1: it's hard. It's sort of like um, trying to name a favorite child. I but, know.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, I think one that I, I loved the, uh, I guess like the story of or the, or the how it came together was the Smells Like Leaving, which has okay. Matt Dixon on Steel and. Sunset in the real, you wanna call, you wanna hear, you wanna sing. Send- Feeling really good but it was sort of like there was just something missing Matt and I both Matt Redlick and I both felt like yeah there was just something needed and we weren't quite sure what it was and I had been recording around this time with the paper kites um and Matt Dixon also plays uh in sort of as a session player in that band right and he was playing guitar and pedal steel in that band and yeah I just sort of it just clicked. I was just like, Oh my God, this song just needs Matt to play some pedal steel. <laughs> right. Um, and so we, when we finished with the paper kites recording, we, and actually while we were there, we sort of had a little playthrough. we're all staying in the same house, yep. um, which was very fun. And so I like went into Matt's room and took the song and he really was like really into it in a beautiful way and, and played, you know, just improvised over it. And I was like, that's, that's it. That's what it needs. And then we went uh, when it was all finished with the paper kites. We went back to Melbourne and went to Matt. There's so many Matts in this story, but went to Matt Redlick's
0: studio. I'm with
1: it. Went to Matt Redlick's studio, and before we went to the studio, I had sort of made this video, uh, which has ended up being the music video, which was sort of little vignettes from being on tour um with paper kites uh over the years and and matt redlich really loved the video and felt like it suited the song and and so he said let's play the video as matt dixon records
0: oh i see yep
1: metal steel so it was sort of like reverse engineering it um and yeah and it just I feel like now when I watch the video and and hear the pedal steel, there is something really magical ah, about it. Yep. Um, it's sort of yeah, it, it it rises in all the right moments, and yeah, it was just an interesting process uh, of of making music. That
0: yeah, because usually uh, the the video is inspired by the music. This is kind of yeah, back and forth. And yeah,
1: yeah, a together. bit of a That's conversation. Cool. Yeah,
0: nice. All right. Yeah. Excellent. Well, that's cool. All righty. Well, good luck with the uh, the release day of the twenty second. Uh, Thank you. I hope it all goes well. And are you, you going to plan on coming over to New Zealand anytime soon to play?
1: I would love to. Um, I I don't know if anyone in New Zealand knows who I am yet, but maybe once they've uh, We're working
0: on it. This
1: or read this. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could expand my New Zealand following, then right. that would be great.
0: It's the least I could do. <laughs> all righty. Very good. Well, thank you very much. Okay. Have, a, have a have a great you. day, and uh, look forward Dude. to the record doing everything. Hopefully, you want it to.
1: Thanks so much. Nice to meet you, Marty. You too. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.